Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Friday! Welcome to our casual Friday behind the scenes. I am Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. Um, So, Holly, we recorded this week's episodes on April 28th. Mm -hmm. We're at, what, six or eight weeks into this whole... uh, uh, safer at home situation. Yeah. Um, seven, somewhere in the... I think this is our seventh time recording with all of us from home. Yeah. So um, I am one of the folks who, at the beginning of the pandemic, had their anxiety improve, which is a phenomenon that's happened to some people, uh, because it was sort of like my mind went, oh, the the badness I've been preparing for is here now. I can relax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, but this episode was recorded during what has been a, a low point for me in all of this. And it was inspired by a brain scoop video from Emily Grassley, who does these wonderful videos for the Field Museum. And she did this video where she was in her backyard basically being like, okay, I'm in my backyard because the museum's closed, and so I'm going to do this backyard video. And in the middle of a video, <laughs> the video a hawk flies by a couple times. And the second time, she goes, I love birds. And she just looks at the hawk for a minute. And I was like, I need a minute where I have the Stuff You Missed in History Class version 
of looking at a hawk. <laughs> 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 like I need I need something that's that's like gonna be good for the show, but also good for me because I need a minute. And that thing was bees, and I had just a delightful time. Um, researching bees and beekeeping because, as I said in the show, they are a, a, a an insect that I am really fond of. Um, I got to read lengthy book titles that went on and on, and I got to read historical writings about bees that were really charming, and it was just uh, an episode that I hope everyone enjoys as much as I enjoyed working on it. I'm going to guess you did not watch the Futurama episode, The Sting, as part of your research. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Can you, can you tell me about it? <laughs> uh, they go to a planet with human-sized bees to get some stuff produced in their hives. But the best part to me is that Bender has been programmed to do the dance and buzz of bees to communicate. Oh, great. And they subtitle all of his dances and buzzes, and some of them are marvelously unkind. So when we started talking about it, in my head running the whole time was bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> And I know what that means. <laughs> There's a whole secondary story about the relationships among the characters, but it's also just sort of beautiful because that show is run by so many and written by so many PhDs <laughs> that every joke is really smart. Um, is there a score by Scott Joplin? Because that's what I think about anytime I hear someone say the sting. Not on that episode. No, no. Okay. Way in the long ago past when our, uh, I don't think you even worked with us yet, but... Um, as longtime listeners know, this podcast used to be part of a website called How Stuff Works. And I started working at How Stuff Works first as a staff writer many, many years ago. And one of the articles that I wrote during my time there as a, as a writer was how bees work. And I got to spend a whole bunch of time looking at bee mouth parts and reading about waggle dances and writing all that stuff in an article and uh, this episode kind of replicated that experience of like happily sitting at my desk being like, I love bees. I'm going to learn so many things about bees. <laughs> well, they're precious. They are. Cute. They are. Um, I'm very fond of them. I have I have thought about uh, putting, there are various things you can do to encourage native bees to um, nest in your yard. And uh, I have been intending to put those little tubular like bumblebee habitats uh, out there, and I have not done it. <laughs> uh, and now it's like, when will that happen? Who knows? Yeah. I ordered some bee balm in the hopes of, like, fostering additional bee activity in my garden. They're already pretty fond of my roses, but my bee balm did not survive, so I got to try again and figure out what I did wrong. Yeah. We have some flowering plants that do attract a lot of bees um, that have not started to flower yet because this is Massachusetts. Uh, and there are some things in bloom, but not the things that tend to really dry out the bees. So, yeah, we'll see. Soon, soon there will be more bees in the yard. So our second subject this week was uh, Grover Cleveland and his secret cancer surgery, uh, which I don't mean to sound jovial about cancer, but it's such an amazing story. Yeah. And he, he did successfully not only survive the surgery, but lived for like another uh, 15 years, 18 years. I, my math is a little rough, but he lived for quite a while after. There are aspects of his story that we didn't get into because they didn't really fit in that episode. One being 
many, many comments that have happened throughout the years on his marriage to Francis uh, because she was so much younger than him and was like a little girl that he knew growing up and was kind of like a surrogate father to her in many ways when her dad died. So there are some people that are like, ooh, that's a little bit weird and icky. Mm-hmm. Um What's interesting is that when he was in his first term in office and Francis and her mother would come and visit him, the rumors were swirling that he was dating the mother. And he was like, no. Um, But he tried to keep their courtship very, very secret because he knew it would just be like a total mess of reporters and intrusion if they were ever seen in public together. So, uh, but they got married there at the executive mansion. Uh, And I will say they seemed completely devoted to one another. Like, it seemed like she had a great deal of agency in that relationship in terms of, like, running things as a first lady. She didn't really uh, suffer any sort of, like, wallflower syndrome or, like, I'm young and I can't handle this. She was very comfortable in that role. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's interesting that came up in an interview with that author that I mentioned uh, when he was on NPR was that he had talked to several oral surgeons about what they did on the Oneida that day. And modern oral surgeons are like, we don't know how they did this surgery this quickly because that's like normally takes several hours in an actual dedicated operating room with all the bells and whistles of modern medicine and yet, he miraculously came through it just fine. Yeah. Uh, which is a pretty fascinating thing. There are, again, for people that want more details and want to seek out that book or any of the other accounts, things get real graphic about the stuff they were removing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those parts, we kept it pretty clean and light for the show. But there, it does get, there was one point where I was like, okay, I can watch the surgery channel. And even this is a little like... <laughs> Woo! Let me just let me let me fan myself because this is a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, but it is very interesting. Grover Cleveland uh, is a fascinating figure in ways that are both winsome and also a little um, cringeworthy. Yeah, but this this one little piece of his life is so fascinating. Yeah, but well, when you uh, when you mentioned it to me um, as a topic, I, I was thinking I. I know several stories about, like, various times that either the president was having some kind of medical procedure and people knew about it, and there was this whole thing where, it's like, the vice president is temporarily in charge, um, to other ones where it was kept kind of secret. But as soon as you got into the yacht thing, I was like, I don't know this story at all. (laughs) Well, and keep in mind... He didn't want his vice president to know. Because this was a time when you didn't select your running mate. They were, like, the person that came in second. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't fully trust. (laughs) He was like, no, no, nobody knows about this. Everybody has to think, I am fine. Um, I mean, I can't help but think about the what if of, like, if everything had gone horribly wrong and he had died on the boat, like, how on earth would that have impacted those doctors' lives? Right. Which I'm sure they all considered before they agreed to it. Right. But yeah, that one's a big... Apparently, Dr. Bryant was hoping to eventually write the true story of what had happened, particularly after 1908 when Grover Cleveland died, but he didn't get around to it, which was one of the things that um, kind of spurred Dr. Keen on to go ahead and do it. And again, he did consult Frances first and made sure she was comfortable with it. I think she had said, like, please just let me read the manuscript before you go to print. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was... She had a full approval on it. 
<laughs> it's very, very lucky that that dentist did not name everybody because even though the president had survived, it would have probably killed all their careers. Right. And then I think about how difficult it would be to pull this off today when politicians are on television all the time. Yeah, I was thinking about that um, as as we were talking about having to call reporters on the phone. And I was like, in today's world where there's constant televised everything... Um, would have been way harder to keep that secret. Yeah, and they didn't have a press secretary at that point. So it was like literally the president and his wife calling papers and going, stop that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you would like to write to us about this or anything else, you can do that at HistoryPodcast at iHeartRadio.com. You can follow us on social media as Missed in History pretty much everywhere. And you can subscribe to the show on the iHeartRadio app at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.